It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 71 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. And welcome to Friday. I hope everyone had a good week, or as good as can be expected, with things as strange as they are nowadays. Today we're bringing you an episode of Life with Luigi, starring J. Carol Nash as Luigi, the immigrant from Italy who came to make a better life for himself in America, and Alan Reed as Pasquale, his fellow immigrant, always trying to get him to marry his daughter. The show ran from September 21st, 1948 to March 3rd, 1953 on CBS Radio. And although it was an extremely popular show, it was kind of a rarity in that it had no sponsor until 1950 when Wrigley's Gum bought it. It also made the transition to television in 1952, but only ran for a few episodes before it was canceled due to pressure from the Italian-American community, who found the characters and their speech too stereotypical. So sit back and relax as we bring you the November 16th, 1948 broadcast of Life with Luigi. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. From Chicago, we invite you to enjoy life, Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring J. Carol Nash. when Luigi Vasco left Italy to start his new life in America, he promised his mother that he would write her and tell her about his adventures. So now we look over Luigi's shoulder as he writes another letter to Mama Vasco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, how you like the news from England? Princess Elizabeth, she have a little boy. So now England, she's a really a mother country. In the last letter, you say you're surprised that my English writing is so good. I can explain to you why. First thing, when I come to Chicago, I go to night school at night. I wish you, Mamma Mia, you could see my teacher, Miss Spaulding. She's got beautiful eyes like a Mediterranean. Her hair is gold like a sun over Alps. And her shape. Mamma mia, if Italy isn't in such a good shape, they don't need a Marshall plan. <laughs> so you see, Mamma mia, I'm studying very hard because I don't want to be like our countryman Pasquale who bring me here. He's here 26 years, and all he knows is the two words, money and rosa. <laughs> 
Is it too bad that she is not worth her weight in gold? She's so fat, Mamma Mia, that if a fella marries her, he is a commit to bigamy. <laughs> but this morning, I'm not thinking about Pasquale Rosa. I'm talking to my 12-year-old general manager, Jimmy O'Connor, who is like my son. And I'm helping him with his lessons before he goes to school. I say to him, what are you doing, Jimmy? An algebra problem. It's pretty tough, too. Stop looking for the answer in the back of the book. Is not honest. Read me the question and I give you the answer. But is it honest if you figure out the answer for me? Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> but I try. Is all common sense. Now read me a question. Okay. If Tom can dig a ditch in two hours and Harry can dig the same ditch in one hour, how long would it take Tom and Harry if they dig together? Oh. What answer it gives in the back of the book? <laughs> me not to look. That's right. We use the common sense. If Harry digs a hole in two hours... Uh, no, Tom digs the hole in two hours. The same thing. Later they're going to dig the hole together, so it makes no difference. <laughs> well, never mind, boss. I'll figure it out in school. Never put off a Jimmy is a bad habit. We figure out that by common sense. Tom digs hole in two hours. Harry digs the same hole in one hour. Right. How long would it take Tom and Harry if they dig together? It's <laughs> a funny thing. What's funny? Just two weeks ago was election. Harry stands still and Tom digs his own hole. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. Maybe it's a little hard to figure out the by common sense. Oh, that's okay, Mr. Luigi. You help me with my American history. It's my favorite subject. Jimmy, you're a lucky boy you are born here. Boss, do you really wish you were born in America? Yes. And next time I'm born, I know better. <laughs> Jimmy, it's getting late. You better go in the back, have a glass of milk, and go to school. Okay. Well, I think I dust off my antiques. No, better I put dust on antiques. Makes them look older. Hello, Mr. Luigi. Good morning, my teacher, Miss Spaulding. It's a big pleasure to see you. I was on my way to school, so I thought I'd drop in for a minute. It's a wonderful idea. Look, our whole place to light up because you're here. Please, sit down on this Teddy Roosevelt rocking chair. Why do you call it a Teddy Roosevelt rocking chair? It has no arms and it's rather hard. Teddy Roosevelt was a rough rider. <laughs> well, I'll take this chair. It seems more comfortable. Fine. He's also a good chair. American mahogany, Duncan Five style. Good. Then I can be patriotic and comfortable at the same time. Is uh, it all right if I sit next to you? Well, certainly it's all right. Thank you. Ah. How's the business, Miss Spaulding? <laughs> well, teaching school can hardly be called a business. But it must be a wonderful thing to be a teacher. Everybody, they love you. They respect you. I bet you all the kids in your class, they're crazy about you. Yes, but they have a quaint way of showing it. What do you mean? Well, Mr. Basco, did you ever spend the day dodging spitballs? Or did you ever shake hands with a piece of bubble gum? Or were you ever hit by a jet-propelled eraser? Miss Spalding, your life, she's in danger. <laughs> well, it's not as serious as that, Mr. Basco. Well, if the kids do bad things, you tell me, Miss Spalding. I teach them respect. Oh, no, Mr. Luigi. We don't use force. Then how you punish them? Well, occasionally we keep them after school. Miss Spalding, do me a favor. 
please punish me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, now, that's the better. Don't be sad no more. All you need, Miss Spaulding, is the same thing everybody needs. Somebody who's saying nice things. Especially if somebody is a nicer fella. If I'm a ten years younger. Miss Spaulding, and if I have a big store like a Marshall and Fields, then I buy you the whole store and the school and I give you for Christmas a present. Then I go there every day and I hold your hand like this and I say, Good morning, my beautiful teacher, Miss Spaulding. Mr. Luigi, I could kiss you for that. Sports, I finished my milk. Jimmy, go back and drink two more quarts. <laughs> Oh, you were here, Miss Spaulding. Yes, yes, uh, so I am. I, I, I just dropped in. In fact, I'm leaving. Uh, that's right. We'll walk to school together, Mr. Luigi. I mean, Jimmy. <laughs> sure. Goodbye, my teacher, Miss Spaulding. Goodbye, Mr. Luigi. Will I see you this afternoon? you see me any time you like, Miss Spaulding. I mean, at the PTA meeting. PTA? Are you on a relief, Miss Spaulding? <laughs> no, PTA means Parent Teachers Association. Didn't you give Mr. Luigi one of those notices, Jimmy? Uh, I forgot. Why you forget such a thing, Jimmy? Should I go, Miss Spaulding? But, boss, it's... It's mostly mothers. So what? I'm like a mother to you, Jimmy. Miss Spaulding, is it true that is all the mothers at the PTA? Well, the odds are that you'll be the only man among 30 or 40 ladies. That's a wonderful odds. <laughs> well, I, I, I dust my statues. See you this afternoon at the meeting. Jimmy, why didn't you tell Mr. Luigi about the PTA meeting? I just told you. I forgot. You're not ashamed of him, are you, Jimmy? No, of course not. It's only that... That what? Oh, nothing, Miss Balling. You better tell me, Jimmy. Well, it's just that you don't know Mr. Luigi like I do. What do you mean? If there's more than two people around, he thinks it's his duty to make a speech. That isn't true, Jimmy. Oh, yes, it is. At the July 4th ball game between our scout teams, he made us stop the game so he could read the preamble to the Constitution. And this was with three men on base. I think that's very commendable. And you should hear those speeches he makes to the statues. Yesterday, I heard him talk to the statue of Patrick Henry all about liberty and death. At the end of an hour, I swear I heard Patrick Henry say, Give me death! <laughs> Well, I'm sure no such thing will happen this afternoon. Don't be too sure, Miss Balling. He's so good-natured and he's so happy to be invited someplace that he'll wind up serving the food, making a speech, taking tickets at the door, and finding out if the people are related to the signers of the Declaration of Independence. I just don't believe it, Jimmy. Mr. Luigi just wants to participate in civic activities. He wants to feel that he belongs. The PTA meeting this afternoon will help round him out. Sure. And flatten out everyone else. Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, Pasquale. I come over to ask you a little favor. Sure. Everybody who comes to my spaghetti palace, they call it a favorite place. What do you want? I have to go to Jimmy's school this afternoon. That's the matter. The kid in the trouble? No. I must make speech. Then the whole school's in the trouble. <laughs> What the fuck you want to make a speech? You don't understand, Pasquale. Is Parent Teachers Association. That's about it. You're crazy. In the first place, you're no parent. In the second place, you're no teacher. Then I must be association. <laughs> you go 
about too many places, Luigi. Always a running like a little mouse. <laughs> Stay home and mind your own business. Is it my business what happened in school? Who asked you to make the speech, Jimmy? No. Is it Spalding? No, it's my own idea. <laughs> You're going to make a speech? <laughs> Well, what's this so funny? Listen, Luigi. Right now, everything she's a fine between the United States and Italy. You make a speech, and the whole war starts up again. <laughs> Please keep your mouth shut. Here's a free speech in the United States, so I speak. In the second place, Luigi, this meeting is for ladies, not for men. What before you go? Maybe I meet the nice American lady. It's only mothers ago, not the single ladies. So is maybe nice widow lady. Widow lady? What's the matter with my daughter Rosa? She's not a widow. <laughs> you marry her now, we see what happens later. <laughs> Pasquale, I'm not the coming to talk about Rosa. Luigi, my friend, why you don't want to marry my Rosa? Just because she's a little bit chubby? A little bit. Mamma mia, if I marry Rosa, it's not a marriage, it's a project. <laughs> but no more talk about Rosa. All right, all right. We don't talk about a Rosa. Thank you, Pasquale. Luigi, uh, is it not the parent that teaches a meeting for children's mothers? Maybe. But uh, Jimmy, he was born 12 years ago. He has no mother. Rosa can be his mother. She's 12 years too late. <laughs> then what do you want from me? When I go to meeting, please take care of my store. All right, all right. I sent a roaster. Oh, no. Is it like a bull in China shop? Never mind. I close a place. I put out sign to help yourself. Goodbye, Pasquale. Hey, 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 hey. Wait, wait, Luigi. You're going to go to a PTA meeting like this? What's wrong? What's wrong? Look at the way you look. Look at your suit. You're the only fellow in Chicago who's wearing a green jacket with a six buttons in the front and a belt in the back. <laughs> and look at your pants. Where's the crease? Only bumps. <laughs> That's uh, from uh, keeping a pants under a mattress. I don't have other suits. Then uh, stay home. Why you must always uh, go places? Maybe you're right, Pasquale. Maybe I should buy a new suit, but I no got the money. Pasquale? No, I only lend money to son-in-law. <laughs> That's uh, the trouble. Whenever you lend the money, it's got a strings attached. Ross's apron strings. All right, go ahead, go to meet and let the fine American ladies laugh for the Luigi Bosco. Sure, even the Jim is ashamed of you. Is it not true? Jim is no ashamed. Then why Miss Spalding invite you, not the Jim? Jimmy forget, that's why. Sure, sure. Well, it don't bother me. I'm going to lend you no money. Only suit I buy you is a wedding suit. <laughs> what do you say, my son? Goodbye, Papa. <laughs> Excuse me, is this place you sell suits? Yes. You have suits here for speech making? Oh, yes, indeedy. Just had a shipment returned from the Republican National Committee. <laughs> good. Show me suit that's good for speech making. Oh, uh, you want something in tail? I'm going to make a speech and not hang it from tree. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, will you give me some idea? Do you like this suit I'm wearing? If I take your suit, then you'll have to go home in underwear. No, what I mean is, do you like this pattern? It's a herringbone. 
Herringbone? That's right. Is the fine country where they make suits from herringbones. Must take a lot of little herring. <laughs> I've never counted them. Perhaps you'd like, uh, perhaps you'd like a businessman suit. You mean he lent me his suit? I like my own place. Well, sir, for what purpose do you want this suit? I have to make speech at PTA meeting this afternoon. Maybe you like to come. Oh, no, thank you. I couldn't stand the excitement. Uh, tell me, is it formal or informal? It's inside in school. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, do you have to dress? I'm only man there. Of course I got a dress. <laughs> this is PTA meeting, not Turkish bath. Well, sir, could you go for this suit? It comes with two pairs of pants. Isn't no good. Uh, I know, two pairs of pants would make your legs look too lumpy. Then why you try to sell it to me? Because I'm just a great big sneak. <laughs> oh, this is a nice suit here, this brown one. But why is pants so short? Because it's a boy scout suit, and you get a knife with it. How many blades? I can't tell you, it's a military secret. <laughs> look, please. I like a suit for making speech. You know, four score and a seven years ago. Of course, well, why didn't you say so? Here's just the suit for you. It's our Gettysburg Address model. Is it good enough for Abel Lincoln? Is it good enough for Luigi Pasco? I. For the second act of Luigi Vasco's Adventures in Chicago, we turn to page two of his letter to his mother in Italy. So, Mamma Mia, I buy myself suit for PTA meeting. Now all I have to do is pay 50 cents a week. In one year, I own a coat. In one more year, I also own pants. Pants is striped, and the coat is empty in the front, but in back it sweeps the floor. It's called a cutaway. This is what I do when I come home after meeting because it's enough material in back of coat for extra pair of pants. I also want to bring a present to ladies at the meeting, so I take a new thing called a money order that I get from lady customer and I go to post office to cash it. Excuse me. You're the postmaster? Yes, I'm in charge of this branch. You're just the man I want to see. I just received this paper from a lady. That's a money order. See, si. fellow who worked for you in gray suits, he tell me if I bring it here, you give me ten dollars. Is it this right? Yes, yes. Uh, have you any identification? What do you mean? Well, something to prove you're Luigi Basco. Have you a driver's license? I don't even have a car. Citizenship papers? I know all the answers to questions, but I must wait a couple of years because... Marriage I'm... license? I'm single. If you know a nicer girl, I... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How about a birth certificate? Is home in the family Bible. Would you bring that? Can't afford to take a trip to Italy just now. <laughs> if I get money order for $1,000, then I go and I bring, but for $10, it's... Hmm. Well, uh, you'll have to, uh, you'll have to show me something. Well, if, uh, if nobody looks, uh, I show birthmark on the ankle. No, 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 that won't do. Isn't there some way you can prove that you're Luigi Basco? Mr. Postmaster, every morning when I get up, I look in the mirror. There I am. <laughs> but, Mr. Basco, the it's rules... It's very simple. I prove the whole thing. Are you Luigi Basco? Certainly not. That's the man over there on the line. Is he Luigi Basco? 
Probably not. And the lady over there, she Luigi Bosco? I doubt it. Then is it left only you and me? <laughs> Are you Luigi Bosco? No. Then who are you talking to? I don't know. I'm surprised you don't know me, Mr. Postmaster. But why should I know you? Because all the time I'm in this country, this post office handles all the letters I send. Well, I give up. You're Luigi Basco. Sure, I told you that first. You save a lot of time by not arguing with me. I'll never do it again. Here's your $10. I'm sorry I ever took a civil service examination. <laughs> don't feel badly. From now on, I buy all the stamps from this post office. Goodbye. America, I love you. You like a papa to me. Come on. Hello, Pasquale. What do you want now, Luigi? More favor? This time I do you a favor. It's about the time. You do me a favor? I do you a favor. Like Uncle Pietro say, if one hand is dirty, wash your both hands. Please, don't bring your relations into this conversation. <laughs> I'm a busy. Pasquale, how much you charge you for spaghetti? With uh, or without the meatball? Without. Cost more without the meatball. <laughs> 65 cents a plate. Not to buy plate. How much you charge by inch? What, are you crazy? I never sell it by inch. Then maybe you sell it by foot. No, no. Smallest I sell is a yard. How much is a yard? For you, ten cents. Then how much I get for ten dollars? I think maybe you get a half a mile. <laughs> Let me see. Is it ten cents a yard? Is it ten yards for one dollar? See? Ten dollars, you get a hundred yards. Okay, give me a hundred yards of spaghetti. What do you mean to give? No money, no spaghetti. Maybe I open a charge account with you. Uh, you give me ten dollars a box of cash and money, then you open a charge account. All right. Here is a ten dollars. Hey, where you get this? Post office. So when is the post office giving away money? It's a new thing. <laughs> Lady send me a little piece of paper, I take the post office, I get the money. So now I buy spaghetti. What are you going to do with all this spaghetti? I bring it to PTA meeting. Oh, you're still going to the meeting, eh? Sure. I buy suit, I prepare speech, and now I bring the spaghetti. That's a fine, Luigi. Look, here. I give you a couple of hundred of cards at my restaurant, and you give it to all of the ladies. I'm a speaker, not a spaghetti salesman. Well, when you speak, you talk about this. My speech is about education. <laughs> my spaghetti is a very educational, Luigi. But I don't know about spaghetti. I don't even know why they call a spaghetti spaghetti. That's a foolish. Is it long like a spaghetti? Tastes like a spaghetti? That's why they call it a spaghetti. <laughs> I don't think I do this, Pasquale. I give you ten yards extra, just in case the spaghetti shrinks. <laughs> Is Mr. Basco in? What's the matter? Jimmy, you don't recognize me? A cutaway. Is that you, Mr. Luigi? Sure. Look like a movie star, huh? Where you going? To PTA meeting, Jimmy. No. Yes, and I bring them spaghetti and I make a long speech. You and Miss Pauling will be so proud of me, you won't know what to do. Oh, I'm late. Goodbye, Jimmy. I know what I'm going to do. Join the Foreign Legion. Hello? Miss Pauling, please. It's important. Mamma mia. 
Miss Balding, this is Jimmy O'Connor. It's worse than I thought. He's all dressed up like a pallbearer, and he's going to make a speech as full of statistics, and and he's bringing a pot of spaghetti. <laughs> Miss Balding? Miss Balding! <laughs> Oh, Miss Balding, this is quite an audience. It looks like the finest PTA meeting we've ever had. What was that, Mrs. Pringle? Yes, I said that it looks like the finest. Oh, yes, it does. Good afternoon, Dr. Cartwright. Well, it's nice seeing you again, Mrs. Pringle. I look forward to hearing you speak. Oh, uh, Dr. Cartwright. Yes, Mrs. Wilson? There's a man in a cutaway coat outside with a big pot of spaghetti. Uh, <clears throat> well, it must be a waiter who's made a mistake. Certainly no one here has ordered Hello. You're Dr. Cartwright, the principal, huh? I am, but I didn't order any food. I bring it. This is my present for PTA meeting. Here. Ouch! Excuse ha! me. I put it on the table. <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't know me. I'm Luigi Bosco. Do you have a child in this school? Sure. My boy Jimmy O'Connor, he's a pupil here. Mm, so that's why you came. Also because Miss Spaulding invited me to make a speech. Miss Spaulding did what? Miss Spaulding? Yes, Dr. Cartwright. Did you invite Mr. Basco? Hello, my teacher, Miss Spaulding. Hello, Mr. Luigi. Miss Spaulding, I prepared a short speech. Uh, well, Mr. Basco, I'm afraid there won't be any time for your speech. That's all right. I wait. <laughs> the meeting will come to order. Will the ladies please find seats? <laughs> Mr. Basco, I must ask you to sit down. I promised Pasquale I give out his cards. Is his spaghetti? Mr. Luigi, how could you? Is all the people here live in the same neighborhood. Maybe they give Pasquale a little business. Is something wrong, Miss Spaulding? No, no, everything's just fine. That's the way I feel it, too. I shall turn the chair over to our good friend, your chairman, Mrs. Wilson. If he turn over chair, she fall down. <laughs> good afternoon, ladies. Me, too. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, now, before we proceed, is there any old business? I have all the business. Antiques. <laughs> uh, our first speaker is Mrs. Nelson Pringle. She will speak on um, our school system. Spaghetti is getting cold. We must have order. <clears throat> A great many of you may not like what I have to say, particularly about this school. As you know, my son is a pupil here, and I must say, from personal observation, I should think that our teachers here must recognize the need for greater discipline. If there is rowdyism, and we know there is, if our children find their excitement in the street, then I think our teachers are at fault. And I suppose... Please, I'd like you to say something. We don't matter all I had the floor. We must have order. Mr. Basco, please go quietly and quickly. First I speak, then I go. That's the person who brought the spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, ladies are right. I bring spaghetti. Is because I think maybe you like. I make a mistake. I don't do this again. Excuse me. But it's not important now anyway. It's important what the ladies say about teachers. I'm only in this country a little while, and I don't know about schools like a lady. Also, only teacher I know is Miss Spaulding. And it's not her fault when the kids fight. Maybe it's the parents' fault, not teachers, when the kids fight too much. If my Jimmy come home with a black eye, that's my fault. 
I don't teach you, Jimmy Wright, but I try. I tell him this is a wonderful country because all kinds of people here and children of all kinds of people. Little children, they don't know what it means to hate, to hurt. They learn about this from us, not from a teacher. All little children know is love. So it's up to us older people to show them. Is it like old saying? Apple don't fall far from tree. We show them at home, we explain, then they know. That's why. If it's a bad the children is not teachers' fault, it's sometimes parents' fault. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Miss Luigi. Gee, you didn't stay long. I think maybe too long. Did you make your speech? No. You're a smart boy, Jimmy. You know what was going to happen at the PTA meeting, huh? No, boss, I... Was it really bad? It was worse than that, Jimmy. I make a bigger fool of... Luigi. Hello, Miss Spaulding. I'm sorry, I... I make you so ashamed. Ashamed? You were wonderful. Your speech was inspiring. But I think I look so foolish in this suit. Well, it was a little too formal. Boss, I'm proud of you. I'm glad, Jimmy. And you know something? I was the only mother in a cutaway coat. <laughs> So, dear Mamma Mia, I'm a now member Parent Teachers Association. From now on, I go to all the meetings. Who can tell? Maybe next year, I become a president. Then I'll be first the president of a woman's club. <laughs> also, Mamma Mia, I sell my cutaway coat to Pasquale. He is putting a suit in a Rose's Hope chest. <laughs> One more thing. Today, I'm sending letter to man with the problem. How long does it take for Tom and Harry to dig a hole if they dig a hole together? I'm sending this letter to only man who knows the answer. John L. Lewis. The <laughs> loving son of Louis. Be sure to listen next week at the same time over most of these stations when Luigi Basco writes another letter to Mama Basco describing his adventures in America. Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production and is written by Highcraft and Cy Howard and stars J. Carol Nash as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale. Music is under the direction of Wilbur Hatch. Ladies and gentlemen, the grand prize for solving the secret sentence on the fast-moving CBS quiz show Hit the Jackpot is now worth the staggering sum of $22,000. Contestants in the studio and at home will have a chance to compete on Hit the Jackpot. Tonight, Bill Cullen will give you more clues to the secret sentence. Hit the Jackpot a little later tonight on most of these same stations. Bob Lamont speaking for CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
That was the episode, Luigi Attends a PTA Meeting. I hope you enjoyed it. Visit us at anchor.fm slash oldradiocomedypodcast and leave a message with a show that you'd like to suggest for a future episode, or just tap the link in the show's description page. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Tune in on Monday for another classic comedy radio show right here on the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. And remember, laughter really is the best medicine. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Blah, blah.